0: Hello and welcome to Nurture Relationships, an important habit available on Flex and a great way to start flexing our behaviours. So why are relationships so important? Well, from the minute we are born, we are wired for connection to others. In many senses, our relationships define us, our relationship with ourselves and our relationship with others. Strong, positive relationships are vital for our mental and our emotional well-being, when I say relationships, I mean the many types of relationship: romantic, friends, family, colleagues, neighbours and more. Strong, positive relationships help us manage stress and they increase life expectancy. And they do it by adding a bit of spice to our life when we need spice and they add comfort when we need comfort. Robert Waldinger's fascinating research conducted over a 75-year period suggests, to use his own words, Good relationships keep us happier and healthier, period. He describes the three big lessons he's learned about relationships. One, that social connections are really good for us and that loneliness kills. It turns out people who are more socially connected are happier, they're physically healthier and they live longer than people who are less well connected that loneliness is toxic, that people who are more isolated than they want to be from others are less happy. Their physical and mental health declines sooner and they live shorter lives than people who are not lonely. But the second big lesson is it's not just about the number of friends you have or whether you're in a committed relationship or not. It's the quality of your close relationships that matters. You can be lonely in a crowd and you can be lonely in in a marriage. High conflict relationships are very bad for our health and living in the midst of good, warm relationships is protective. The third big lesson is that people who can count on someone else in a time of need, retain sharper memories for longer. These relationships, it turns out, do not have to run smoothly all the time because arguments do not take a toll on our memories. Waldinger and his colleagues have discovered that the happiest retirees were those who had actively replaced workmates with new playmates. In summary, he says that the people who fared the best were the people who leaned into relationships with family, with friends, with the community. But it's not always that easy. Life has a habit of getting in the way of the things that are important to us. We are victims of busyness. If someone is out of sight, they are frequently out of mind. We're prone to letting negativity fill the gaps in communication. And there are a heap of reasons why we let relationships slip. So, how can we nurture our relationships? To my mind, there are a few essential ingredients in the nurturing relationships process. Communicate regularly. Sometimes it might feel like hard work and at other times it might seem easy, but keeping the relationship going requires communication and dedicated time. It's not always easy, but the best relationships are based on openness, not guardedness. Sometimes they will be fun, and at other times they will be fairly serious, very serious maybe. They should offer you comfort and support, challenge and provocation in equal measure. A big dollop of fun too. Amongst other things, there must be a willingness to work through the discomfort and a mutual interest in how you spend your time together. When problems surface, good relationships, it seems, focus on the problem, not the people. There should be no reference to blame. Relationships will be mutually beneficial if there is an air of positivity, a willingness to doubt one's own beliefs and for both parties to follow through on their commitments. Our ego has quite a part to play too. As Ryan Holiday says, the ego we see most commonly goes by a more casual definition, an unhealthy belief in our own importance. Arrogance. Self-centered ambition. It's that petulant child inside every person, the one that chooses getting his or her way over anything or anyone else. The need to be better than, more than, recognize for, far past any reasonable utility. That's ego. It's the sense of superiority and certainty that exceeds the bounds of confidence and talent. Egos are, it seems, unhelpful when it comes to relationships. It's also worth bearing in mind that not all relationships need to be nurtured. In fact, letting go of a particular relationship can be just as important as nurturing another relationship. And sometimes it can be very difficult to know whether to nurture or to let go. And that's where the practice of taking small steps, not big ones, can be incredibly helpful. A small step in either direction is not the end of the world if it doesn't feel like it's been the best direction to take. There's much, much more to say about relationships and much, much more for me and I'm sure you to learn. For now, I'll focus on some things we can do to nurture our relationships. A good start is to revitalise a relationship by doing something new together. In my experience, exploring with someone else is usually a better option than alone. It seems we tend to pull each other along. Moments of discomfort when by ourselves are often enough to stop the adventure, but a buddy can be enough to keep us going and the shared experience is often a bonding experience. Get back in touch. Think of a person you regret losing touch with. Maybe it's time to reconnect. Call or message them now. Build a connection. Get to know someone a bit better. Ask them what the highlight of their last seven days has been. See where the conversation takes you. Let go. Ask someone to make a decision for you. What to eat today. What to wear. Which route to take. It could be anything you normally decide on your own or without thinking about it. Listen up. Ask someone their opinion on a controversial subject and encourage them to talk and simply listen. Offer your help. Ask someone for a way that you could help them. Then take a step to make that happen. And uh, be vulnerable. Share something personal. Tell an embarrassing story about yourself or reveal a secret to someone you trust. For more on vulnerability, check out Brene Brown. She's um, fantastic. Ask someone close to you what they value about you. If you're embarrassed, tell them we sent you. Tell them Flex asked you to do it. And then listen without interrupting. Share good news. Contact a friend and make a point of saying what's going well in your life. Find out what's going well in theirs. Ask for a neighbour's help. Pick a challenge you're facing at home or work and match it with a neighbour who you think might be able to help. Ask for their help and see what happens. Download Flex to access these small steps and a heap more. So... Nurture relationships, the summary. Strong, positive relationships are an essential part of a happy and healthy life. And by relationships we mean romantic, friends, family, colleagues, neighbours and all the other flavours too. Strong, positive relationships are based on open, honest communication and develop because of, and not in spite of, our ability to be there for each other, during good times and bad. Egos are unhelpful. Ways to nurture include listening, a willingness to be vulnerable, offers to help, requests for help, genuine inquiries into the well-being of others and the sharing of experiences. It's rarely too late to resurrect a good relationship. And when you do, and you're reminded why you reached out to that particular person, turn it into a routine. Make it something you repeat on a regular basis even if it's only once a year. It can be a little daunting to make the first move, but the chances are your efforts will be rewarded. Build time to nurture relationships into your schedule. Notice how it makes you feel and the impact it has on your well-being. If you've already downloaded Flex, you'll have access to a range of goals, which each focus on a range of very specific habits. You decide which habits you want to build, And Flex will suggest a range of small steps for you to experiment with. Each step is a way for you to explore different ways of behaving. You'll be able to convert these small steps from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other related goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient, be happier and many more. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being If you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you need some extra help. Good luck.